Welcome to the Master's Method podcast, hosted by Zisser Customs Law Group. As experts in global trade, they will share valuable trade compliance and supply chain security information, along with the latest trade news, in a unique format that is easy to understand, use, and apply. They are going to simplify those complex topics, operational challenges, and difficult issues better than anyone else. Hey, Anise. Uh, you know, ACE is a great tool for a lot of different things, but one thing I really love ACE for is ACE for auditing. It really is a great tool for when you're doing your own internal audits. It's a perfect tool, Steve, to get the data that you submit to customs for both import and export. It gives you great visibility. It's a really good tool. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Master's Method podcast. I'm Steve Zisser, a customs attorney, and I specialize exclusively in the area of import-export law and supply chain security. And joining me on our podcast today is our good friend, Yanis Sandez. Hi, Yanis. Hi, Steve. I'm the Trade Compliance Manager here at Zisser Group, and I've been working in trade compliance for the past 10 years. I'm excited to be here and be able to talk to you about this topic. Well, today's trade compliance topic is going to be about the five ways to use ACE for auditing. Uh, we're going to talk about a number of areas here. We'll talk a little bit quickly, a uh, little overview about what is ACE and some of the ways and the different ways that you can use ACE as a great, great auditing tool. You know, Yanis, hopefully everybody knows what ACE is, but, you know, real quickly, ACE, what is it? Well, ACE is an automated uh, tool Essentially, it's, it's on the web. Uh, it's a free tool that Customs has used for companies to process their import and export data. But the great thing about this tool is that it's available for, for essentially the trade community. So if you're an importer, an exporter, a Customs broker, you essentially have access to the custom system where all your trade data is being transmitted. So it's live, it's it's up to date, it's the it's the data that customs has in their system. So it's really a great tool that you could access anytime and anywhere. Yeah, I know. I, I definitely recommend for all of you that are listening to this podcast, if you don't have an ACE account and and we've hosted a lot of things, we've talked a lot about ACE you definitely should have an ACE account. And not only have an ACE account, you should also be using your ACE account on a regular basis because like you need said, there's some, it's great data, gives you great visibility, great oversight, and it's all real-time information, you know, relying on, if you work with multiple brokers and having to rely on different brokers to get those reports, just is not the way to go anymore. You really want to work with an ACE system because now you can see all the trade data from all the different brokers all your trade lanes in one place. Uh, and it's exactly what Customs uses. Customs uses that information to, to ask a question, to do their own internal reviews. So, so ACE is definitely a, a great tool. So it is, in, in using ACE, you know, auditing, we always recommend that, that, that companies certainly uh, on a regular basis perform their own internal auditing. And, and ACE is a great way to actually do that. So what are the, what are the top five ways you can use ACE to help you with your own internal audits. Yeah, Stephen, and, and you're right. It's, it's a great way for you to have visibility. If you're an importer, exporter, even customs broker, you run those reports from ACE and you really see your world. So now that you have that information, the, that access, then what do you do with it? So it's a great opportunity for you to establish some auditing and review protocols of the information that essentially customs has for your company. So one of the first things that you also want to do is establish some threshold 
testing. So again, once you get familiarized with your trade data, you know what your business is, what your volume is, what are the expectations that your company has in terms of imports and exports. So you want to establish Steve, those thresholds so you can quickly identify if anything is outside of those parameters. And what would be a good example like of a threshold? What would be a good example? Like let's say in classification, what would be a threshold in classification? So you can establish, well, what are my top five or what are my core classifications that I expect to mm -hmm. see being reported to customs? And once you establish that, Steve, and you go in in a, in a following month and you identify that a top classification is not in your threshold. So that's an easy red flag and you want to then further investigate, right? So you always want to have that benchmark on what is expected and how can I identify any red flags, any anomaly. So what's, what's expected and essentially you're right, what's not expected. So if you see some data, you go, wait a minute, this is outside the norm. I should further investigate that because that's not typical. Or if you have a company policies where no free trade agreements um, mm -hmm, are being declared mm -hmm. prior to approval, and all of a sudden you go in you and there's uh, many shipments with free trade agreements with special programs. So that, that certainly is a red flag. So that's a great way to quickly zoom in and identify who is processing those shipments. Yeah, no, that, that's a great idea. So threshold testing could apply to, like you say, classification, free trade agreement, value, quantity, um, uh, obviously countries of export, customs Duty. brokers that you typically work with or don't work with. I mean, obviously, if you see a new customs broker that you didn't know about, and all of a sudden they start to appear there, you're like, well, what's this transaction and who, who authorized that transaction? Exactly. Yeah, so I, I think that, 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 that's definitely a great way to start the process. And then once you've kind of done that and you start looking at your data for, like you say, maybe anomalies and setting those expectations, what is kind of the next thing you might want to look at? Well, the next thing is taking it a little bit further, and that's actually identifying which shipments do you want to test. We call it transaction testing. So you can clearly see what entry um, or ITN, if you're doing export, you want to target. And then you want to go ahead and pull that transaction and test it for all the areas that we've already talked about. So really do a deep dive, get a copy of the paperwork that's associated with that, and really validate that what was declared at customs for that shipment is essentially the correct information. I mean, look at all the correct data elements, such as the classification, the value, the quantity, exactly. making sure that those, the information that you gave the broker was properly transmitted to customs and it, it matched. Exactly. So that's a really good, a good way to do your transaction testing based on the ACE data that you have. Because the ACE data essentially, you know, you might say, hey, I'm looking at the 7501 if I have a paper copy of that. But ultimately, the data that really controls is what's in ACE, because that's the ultimately system. the final data. Yeah, exactly. And then once you also look at that, you can take a look at the commercial limboys, or if you have a master parts list where you have the your centralized information and you want to go ahead and match that against what was actually reported to customs for that shipment. Was it correct? Did the classification match with what's in our database, et cetera. So it's a great opportunity again to really validate the integrity of the data that's being presented to customs. Okay, so so we talked about threshold testing, setting up thresholds and looking for, for anomalies within that. We talked about transaction testing. And, and we certainly would recommend pick a pick a 
uh, a number of transactions, but but don't overkill it. I mean, maybe right. a percentage uh, that you would do. And then and then what would be, what would be something else you could look at? Well, definitely quantifying your duty savings and duty payments. Um, certainly, um, that information is available for you. You can clearly see what are your duty payment trends uh, month to month, year to year. So certainly establish that and, and manage that as well. Um, and also duty savings. If you are a company that relies heavily on uh, free trade agreements that obviously give you the duty-free benefit, then you also want to be able to, to be able to quantify what does that represent to me in terms of savings? How am I managing that? Is it a risk area for my company? So again, it, it, there's a lot of information in ACE that you could um, leverage into these type of auditing protocols. Well, certainly that duty savings is great because if you're right, if you can quantify that, that's simply something you would definitely maybe want to report up to management and say, hey, look at all the money that we're saving. You know, a lot of times we don't focus on that enough. We, we talk about duty payments, but what about if we're saving, you know, a million dollars, $3 million a year because of these different programs, your, your department's managing that and that needs to be celebrated and that needs to be highlighted. ACE certainly gives you access to all that that real information that you can see there, which is kind of kind of nice. Um, okay, so that's a, that's another area. How about something else? Well, definitely, Steve, supply chain security management. Whether you're part of a supply chain security program such as CTPAT or not, there's also data that's related to your supply chain that ACE captures. You can see who the broker are the carrier, you can see the countries of export of where your product is being shipped from, you can see the suppliers that are actually shipping your goods. So again, it gives you a good snapshot of, of your supply chain. And essentially, does the supply chain uh, data elements that are in ACE correspond to your operation? So for like, for example, we talk, I know with, with CTPAT, you talk about cargo mapping. Mm -hmm. So this is a great tool in order to map out your supply chain. You can see exactly country of origin. You can see the manufacturer, the, the shipper, essentially that is linked to that shipment. You can see the port of entry where that cargo is being received here in the U.S. Um, yeah, so certainly there's a lot of data elements that'll give you a good map of your global supply chain, essentially. Yeah, no, no, I agree with that. When you're talking about mapping that supply chain, that is probably the number one place I'd go to start the process because that's going to give you all your base data. Plus, based on the volumes, that's going to kind of establish where your risk thresholds might exist at that point. And then, yeah, you might have to fill in a few gaps with a few additional elements. But boy, that that that's that is it. That's the data that Customs is going to see as far as what is your supply chain exactly that, that, that and that's what they base. see essentially that's what customs sees so that's their trigger so you certainly want to be familiarized with your supply chain and rely on a so you you can see what customs expectations are and what is their view of your supply chain based on the data that's presented to them and okay. lastly steve is lastly. export control so ACE not only gives you visibility of your import data, you can also run reports on your export data. So those AES filings, um, the ITNs that you get with each shipment that you're exporting. And in those ACE reports, Steve, you can see very valuable information such as 
ECCN numbers associated with items that you're exporting from the US. If there are uh, high controlled uh, export items that have a high controlled ECCN and they require an export license, you can also track that. You can see if the license was appropriately reported with that ECCN, you can see if there are any type of license exceptions that are associated with those exports and you can manage that. So again, establish your thresholds. You can identify those red flags and certainly you can even target transactions that are related to your export activity. So it really sounds like ACES is, is really, you know, you can't hide in anything so now. Ways. Everything's there. <laughs> but every everything is there and, and, and it really probably is your most valuable auditing tool that it sounds like in, in doing any kind of internal auditing, you really want to kind of bounce everything through ACE as kind of the foundational element and then kind of build it from there. I think establishing the threshold is a great, great idea because once you kind of lock that in, you kind of know what to look for and then be able to go through and really look and sample those transactions and make sure that what was transmitted to customs is in fact the correct and the accurate data. Because ultimately, a lot of times we used to historically focus more on the documents, but I think mm -hmm. now you want to focus more on the ACE data because that, that's the data. That's what that's the data. Okay, excellent recommendations, Janice. I really appreciate it. Uh, I want to thank all of you for joining us today on the Master's Method podcast. And thank you, Janice, especially for sharing this real valuable information. Bye-bye, everyone. You. Thank you, Steve. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Master's Method podcast. Zisser Customs Law Group is a full-service international trade law firm and a global leader in international trade compliance training. Be sure to tune in again and subscribe for more great conversations. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not legal advice. If you have any questions or require additional support, please do not hesitate to contact us through our website at zissergroup.com or send us an email to solutions at zissergroup.com.